1: You have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com/slash host.
2: Hi, Eden. Hi, Ione. And hello to the listeners. Welcome to the Polyester Podcast. I'm Ione, and I'm the founding editor-in-chief of Polyester and the author of Poor Little Sick Girls.
3: And I'm Eden, and the managing editor of Polyester and the co-host of this podcast. This is The Sleepover
2: Club, a feminist pop culture podcast we pull apart the hashtag discourse in the hope of making some sense
3: of it all. Before we get started, please like, rate, review and subscribe. Ioni, do we have any reviews?
2: We do, we do, we do. This review is five stars, simply the best. This podcast is my all-time favourite. Ioni and Eden, you are the best. Super engaging, critical, funny and entertaining. Could not recommend enough. Big love guys, XOXO by Lestie in the UK. Thank you, Nasty. Thank you so much. We also have a few updates before we get mm-hmm. into the episode. We have launched a membership tier specifically for the podcast, which is really exciting. You get to join a Discord server that me and Eden are a part of. Um, I don't know if that's going to be a blessing or a curse a for the listeners <laughs> in the run. Um, so you can talk to us directly, chat to us about the episodes each week, etc, etc. We're also going to do some other stuff on it. You get added to Close Friends, am I correct, Eden?
3: Yeah, added to Close Friends. On
2: Instagram.
3: See some top secret stuff that we're working on.
2: Top secret things. Yeah, so it's like quite cheap. I can't remember how much it is, £3.50 a month or something $3.50, like that. 50
3: yeah, I think,
2: yeah. Me and Eden don't actually take money from the podcast, so it would we be really helpful. do it all helpful. for free. <laughs> so all for the love of the art, the love we of the do. craft.
3: For the love of the discourse.
2: Love of the discourse. Yes. And also thank you to everyone that came to the Tate last week. It was very lovely to meet you all. And also thank you to everyone for the amazing re- response on last week's Therapy Speak podcast.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: if you haven't listened go back and listen but yeah it was amazing to hear how many of you it resonated with to get your emails and DMs and comments on the post on Instagram it was very heartwarming
3: yeah <laughs> I said in the most deadpan deadpan <laughs> voice it was very heartwarming <laughs> it was uh, yeah it was it was popping off on, on Monday wasn't it
2: yeah and yeah Big thank time. you
3: to everyone that came to the Tate I was oh, I was so nervous I felt like I was going to be sick <laughs> but it was good we made some good points yeah yeah, you were good. You were good. You were great as well. And thank you to Zara, because Zara was great too. Yeah, Zara was really good. Sorry if you weren't there because you couldn't be able
2: to hear it. But hopefully we'll do more events in the future. If you'd yeah. like to come and have us speak, UK internationally, we would love to come to the States. <laughs> get
3: flown out.
2: Yeah, I'd love to get flown out. <laughs> um Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna stop going on now. Um today we are talking about spoilers. Spoilers, 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 whether they are ruining television, films, the motion picture business as we know it is being mm-hmm. ruined by spoilers, in my opinion, or maybe not. Who knows? Before we get started properly, we are going to spoil succession from two weeks ago, the Connor's Wedding episode. If you've not watched it, we're spoiling it. It's been two weeks. I'm sorry. It's yeah. a central thesis to our episode here. There's <laughs> nothing we can do now. about it. Please go uh, and watch the episode and then come back and listen to us complain yeah. because you.
3: <laughs> you've gone two weeks without having it spoiled because I went less than two hours. Yeah. It was the first thing I saw when I opened my eyes in the morning.
2: <laughs> so if you didn't hear Logan Roy's dead, well everyone hopefully you did hear if you've gotten to this point in the podcast. Logan Roy's dead, successions, evil father is dead, and it was spoiled. Spoilt or spoiled? Were you spoiled or
3: spoiled? Yeah. Uh, spoiled. spoiled.
2: No. Um, whatever. Um. So we were both spoiled. I was spoiled in the night because I don't mm-hmm. sleep very much. I woke up, looked at Twitter, poof, fell back asleep, forgot. Woke up, looked at Instagram. Poof, spoiled for me twice. <laughs> twice. <Still my> <laughs> Sorry, all you American listeners, if you tweeted about Succession within 12 hours, I'm not your friend at the moment. I do not agree with your life choices. I think it's very, very mean,
3: froth Brits that have to deal with later airing times. Yeah, it's on at two in the morning. Like, I'm not not staying up to watch Succession, but I would like to wake up in the morning and have, you know, maybe like an hour before I get my whole fucking day ruined.
2: Also, I'm not being funny. I just really don't want to be one of those people that has to wake up before they go to work, watch Succession. Like, Succession's yeah, not a yeah. daytime thing. Like, I want to watch it. I want to watch it at night. I, I want to go to work, come back on Monday and watch it and be happy. I remember that when Game of Thrones first aired and I didn't watch it and I, like, refused to watch it. I have seen it all now. Hmm. My boyfriend was obsessed with Game of Thrones and he'd literally wake up at 6 o'clock in the morning every Monday to watch Game of Thrones before he went to work. Like... And he's not even online.
3: Like even <laughs> people—it's not online at all. People <laughs> not online of? have to take but, precautions. What about well, the rest of us? Listen to this. Listen to this. If you want to talk Game of Thrones spoilers? So Game no. of spoilers. Jon Snow dies. Jon Snow gets stabbed. Yeah. So I have managed to avoid spoilers about that all day. I was on the bus on my way into town. And was like, I'm going to watch it when I get home tonight after work. And some school kids on the bus were like, yeah, when Jon Snow got murked last night, oh, it was fucking mental when he got stabbed. I literally turned around. I was like, what? And then these kids were like, just like school kids, they were like, oh my God, I'm so sorry I ruined it for you. But I was like, you can't even escape it on the bus. Yeah, I know. If you don't have the time to watch something the minute that it airs, you're uh, it you know, it's, you're getting threatened by it could be spoiled for me.
2: Yeah. My boyfriend said I wouldn't have made it through the Game of Thrones Zero. <laughs> 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 Every week <laughs>
3: to seven seven years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's intense.
2: And the problem is I really try and avoid them, yeah. But because I'm half asleep, I just see. I see.
3: Yeah. I mean, I'm muted. Like, when the first, when the Succession first came out, I muted Succession. I'm muted, kind of trying to mute all the keywords. But Did you? Yeah. You want
2: to be part of the conversation a little bit? You know what? This is, this is what I was thinking about today. i feel like tv discourse and succession spoilers ruin succession okay shelby lawman i think that's her name i'm pretty sure it is shelby lawman who used to run the awards for good boys instagram account who is the comic and artist she actually talked about this on her newsletter like a couple of weeks ago which is a really good substack. lol you should sign up if you want to read it because she's not on any socials anymore um and she was basically saying that like yeah I don't think Succession is this. I think she had a slightly harsher take, but as in mm. once TV feels like it's being made for the discourse, it's kind of mm-hmm. ruined. Like yeah. in terms of, it feels like they're making TV, not Succession, but as in it feels like as a watcher of TV, that TV is made for the majority of Twitter users. And the majority mm. of Twitter users are likely part of the media class. Like they yeah. likely work in media. Literally, No one who doesn't work as a journalist I know uses Twitter. That is just the truth. I know I know a lot of journalists, but still, like, (laughs) whatever. Um, So it feels like this very cyclical cyclical. Cyclical. Mm. Cyclical thing Mm. of, like, journalists are watching it. It's about journalists, and they can all go, like, ho, 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 that happened in my newsroom once when I worked for bleep, bleep, bleep. And it gets really, like, cyclical and really... like not enjoyable Mm. and Shelby made this point with the fact that the LA Times did an actual obituary of Logan Roy the fictional character yeah like it's gone too far
3: the day after the episode came out
2: the day it was it wasn't even the day after it was like the
3: minute it aired they
2: had the obit out
3: it's it's assuming that it's like assuming that everyone is watching it at the same time Mm -hmm. which is not the case at all monoculture is not a thing yeah
2: and it's also really strange because it feels as though there's two extremes. I was thinking about this when I was reading your research, Eden. Mm-hmm. So everyone's obsessed with the idea of water cooler TV, yeah, whatever, like yeah. even though the fact that most people don't even work in an office anymore, where it's like week by week telly, you know, people watching it all together and then going and talking mm-hmm. about it the next day. A, okay, water cooler TV could exist if people had some fucking respect and got off Twitter. <laughs> some gross forum. <laughs> Like, I feel like I wake up in the morning and I have to watch Succession, and then I get to work and, like, talk to you guys. And I've already said, every, I've already thought everything I need to think about that episode because I've read 200 hot takes. Yeah,
3: yeah, yeah. And then... Like, I don't even want to yeah. have
2: a conversation anymore with you about it. But then, B, so there's that. We have this idea, like, water cooler is not dead, blah, blah, blah. Mm. No, it is dead because you've all killed it with your spoilers and your hot takes and your mongering for engagement on Twitter.com. It wouldn't be dead if you all had some respect. Exactly. (laughs) The opposite of that is, I feel like with streamer shows that all come out at once, yeah, Mm -hmm. so like You or whatever, I know it came out in two parts, but... What else has come out all at once recently um, that's been really good? Beef. That's that's what I'm. Oh yeah, Beef. Knows. I haven't even watched that, but I haven't watched it yet. I do want to watch really it. Good. It's like you just never talk about that with your friends. You can go, yeah. oh, it's really good, but then because you don't know if everyone's watched it, or like even if you're watching at yeah. the same time, you're probably not at the same episode, and then it becomes really like fumbly and awkward to go, oh, what episode are you on? Mm-hmm. Oh, what you probably don't even know what episode you're on because it just streams by. So you're like, oh, what happened? But then you don't really want to say what happened because it spoiled it, all
3: and all then funny. you can't talk about TV. Well, look at Squid Games. That was like the biggest mm-hmm. fucking show in the world for like two weeks. Has anyone mentioned it since then? No. I I hate the like Netflix way of like watching TV. I think it's, I'd much prefer the like water cooler week by week episode where you can kind of like pick the episode apart a bit more or or like sit with it a bit more. I hate the fact that you could be like someone, have you watched this? They're like, yeah, I watched all 10 episodes. It's like fucking hell. I disagree. I think we're on the opposite sides of the spectrum here. You were, you are you race through things, and I'm like, I do. I've watch two episodes in a month.
2: <laughs> this is because you're a social being, and I'm not. <laughs> That's not true. You're at the pub, like, four times a week, <laughs> and I'm literally in bed every single night. Um, no, I actually think what was good, even though obviously it is a mess, is what Netflix have done for the past few seasons of Love is Blind, where they, like, drop, like, three episodes mm. every week. Like, it gives okay. you enough so you're not like... What, yeah. Nothing I hate more than like just one episode. It's okay when it's like Succession or like elite TV in, yeah. um, in quotation marks because like you're waiting for it, you're hyped for it, blah, 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 mm. blah. But if it's just like mid TV, give me three episodes, I'll watch them and then my night's done, I can go to bed. But if it's one, I don't have to race through like watching an episode on Netflix and then moving to Now TV and then moving to ITV player. Mm. Like I want something that will occupy me for the evening and no, I will not watch a film. <laughs> yeah. this is an anti-film episode i'm a pro tv girl anti-film
3: yeah girl. I'm a, I'm a, we're really on the opposites opposites here i'm, I'm a i pro- do like films
2: film. <laughs> i just love tv
3: mm. i don't know but i never watch films because my life is consumed with watching fucking television programs to try and keep up with the cultural zeitgeist Um, life is so hard (laughs) (laughs) you just have to get to the point where you
2: watch so much TV like that whoever you meet you can talk to for about five minutes about it Mm -hmm. and then move on
3: yeah you've watched the the whole umbrella of television yeah I think I genuinely do do that from this morning to Netflix originals
2: (laughs) yeah but I thought what's really interesting in your research was um, this article called The endless debate about spoilers keeps us consuming boring art. Emily St. James for Vox. So she kind of says, the rise of the current spoiler conversation closely parallels the rise of hyper-capitalist internet-based entertainment infrastructure. That means we all have an enormous glut of options all the time. Every day brings a rush of new stuff, and the goal of the entertainment corporations is to keep you watching more and more of it largely without discretion or critical thought just hit play on the next thing it'll be fine <laughs> which is literally what i just said i do yeah, anyway yeah, but the yeah. next pit was what really interested me viewed through this lens unspoiled versus hyper spoiled is just two ways to look at the exact same thing a relationship between art and the audience that is purely about consumption to want to know everything about a work which is the hyper spoiled approach and to want to know nothing about it, the unspoiled approach perversely end up at the exact same place. The work has little value beyond its ability to act as a conduit for story and information. Aesthetics are of secondary importance to what happens, and narrative is of secondary importance to data points masquerading as plot. Mm -hmm. Which is so interesting, because not to just, like, you know, be a hater, and I'm sure people that spoil succession are going to listen to this and be like, meh, 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 meh. I'm sure people are going to say, like, the collective watching experience and, like being together and blah 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 no i'm sorry if you're like excessively tweeting about tv it's because you just want to tweet about tv like you want to be seen to know the things about tv to have like the hot take on tv Mm -hmm. on film and that is the hyper spoiled approach yeah i mean both end up in the same place i don't know i think it's really true that it's about consumption like we consume things there are a few good things like i would say succession I don't know. I don't think I have a uh, objective lens on Succession, but I enjoy it. I think it's a good show, but it gets to a point where we're all watching the same things. So we can all say things about it, and we're not actually feeling things. Yeah. I said things like five times
3: there, <laughs> but people just don't. Uh, they don't want to sit with anything now. They just want to consume it and move on and be like, okay, what next? And because it's too much. I don't it's, actually see it's the too pro- much to watch. You don't see a problem with that.
2: I do see a problem. I see a problem with it in terms of art. And I think, like, good TV is art and creative and, like, all of these things. But I also think we've come, like, such a long way from what TV used to be. And, like, primarily TV and film is about entertainment. I'm sorry, Mm. like, more TV than film. Like, film, whatever. Like, be, like, someone who makes, you know, something really art house, whatever. Mm. I feel like there's always been less room for that on TV. Yeah. And if we're talking about when, like, me and you grew up, Every single show had 20 episodes, like had 20 episode seasons minimum, mm. like yeah. Gossip Girl, The OC, Ugly Betty, Um, Desperate Housewives, all of these things, like Lost, like everything mm. had more than 20 episodes in a season. Now, practically, I don't know, I couldn't name a show that does that, right? Yeah, it's just all, like sitcoms that do that now. So surely we're just like, levelling to a different type of mediocrity so before you had like an abundance of the same thing mm-hmm. like watching gossip girl would literally take up half your year and mm-hmm. then they'd have a half year break and then it would be back and like it's not a masterpiece and it even shows wait, 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 no, that it is a masterpiece, is a masterpiece <laughs> for me personally <laughs> <laughs> um, I saw Jenny Humphrey in a vintage shop when I was in LA a month ago, and it was the best moment of my life. Um, <laughs> nothing will beat it. But as in, like these aren't like you know critically incredible things like, mm. that win Emmys and like blah blah, mm-hmm. blah 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 blah. But even shows that were like that, like Lost, for example, they ended up going to shit because of like the pressure of these really long seasons and mm-hmm. keeping getting renewed and blah 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 blah. Whereas now instead of watching a 20 episode season you watch like up to four different shows with 5 to 8 episodes in each. Yeah. It's just a different type of mediocrity like it's always been mediocre in my opinion.
3: Yeah, there's 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 less there's like less of more if that makes sense. yes yeah. like TV shows are, are shorter or they're like yeah limited series or whatever but there's more to consume.
2: And it makes sense because when tv was actually on television these big seasons made sense because they had like guaranteed audiences every Mm. week because of people continuing to watch them but now with the subscription model they have to have new content otherwise people get bored and delete their subscriptions and stop paying which is their revenue model so i think it's just all swings and rounds about like it's kind of the same thing there's always been a lot of shit tv out there there's always been a lot of good tv out there but now you don't really have anything to differentiate it so like if you put on a teen drama you know you're not expecting like hbo worthy acting production directing but hbo has gossip girl reboot now like you know all these different things everything's flattened by streaming in that you can watch like a really you know critically critically acclaimed indie film and then switch on love is blind and because they're on the same platform at the same time you're not switching from like channel four to channel five film yeah. four to e4 it's like your brain stays the same do you know yeah. what i mean
3: yeah it's i fucking hate it i hate it so much it it's the really same. i don't know why um i definitely trust or like <laughs> have faith in certain streaming sites over others Some of them just feel like jankier than others.
2: I think all of them are pretty janky. Like I'm not gonna
3: lie. Yeah, I don't don't trust anything on Amazon. I will not be watching anything on Amazon. (laughs) I will not. It could be amazing. I'm not watching it. I'm sorry. I just don't want to do it.
2: That's very interesting.
3: I (laughs) I
2: think Amazon produced far less though, which is interesting. But yeah, I wouldn't say Mm. they have. They haven't got a hit show. there's a really interesting article about this that I didn't read all of, but it was saying that like Phoebe Waller-Bridge signed a like ridiculously loads of millions mm. production deal with Amazon and then has not seen one project to fruition yet. Yeah. And lots of people are going like, girl, get your bag, go yeah, boss. boss, blah, 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 blah. It's like, yeah. oh, shut up. Like, as if that woman needs any more money. Like, she's <laughs> yeah.
3: aristocracy Generational wealth.
2: <laughs> in it. But anyway, then... Well, the actual point of the article was is that like Amazon hasn't been able to have a hit show yet, like a hit streaming show, and like that's what the article was about, which is so interesting because it's really true. Like you never say, "Oh, Amazon did like a really good job with X, Y, and Z." Exactly. Like Lord of the Rings was a flop. Big flop. Um, and I can't even think of another big,
3: big show they've done. There was that Little Lies, but, but oh, that was quite fires good. or some shit. I don't know. Big Little Lies was HBO, no. yeah yeah but there was another one that was like something something little fires
2: everywhere was bad um and then that other one which was like on the commune with nicole kidman was also bad Mm. um no they they don't have much (laughs) there's not much good stuff on there um but it makes me sad because i remember there was loads of hope um when streaming first started and do you remember in what the hell was the Z Sanzari show called master of none yeah master of Mm -hmm. none when he's like we're living through the golden age of television. So yeah. like, we are living through the golden age
3: of
2: television. <laughs> and it lasts about are. a year.
3: Um, yeah. <laughs> I think we kind of are and we kind of aren't. But, yeah, there's just too much. Like, do you want to talk about the thing that we post in the dollhouse? Yeah, go for it. So someone wrote a really good essay. This is kind of, I've kind of just segued the conversation. I'm sorry. Um, it's all right, you're allowed. Okay. Someone wrote a really good essay on our sites uh, to read the full thing you have to be a member of polyester but subscribe because it's really good um isabella venuti so spoiler warning tiktok's cinema of the super court is ruining film watching so she's saying she's at a party the people at the party were discussing the whale and she was like i haven't seen the film but i have seen the film i've consumed so much of that film through Reels through TikToks, through short clips, through people talking about it on Twitter, through that fucking promo picture that seems to be the only picture that was taken in the film. It's <laughs> just like I feel like I can have a conversation about it, and I think it's kind of relates to what you're saying. Like there's too much to consume. We've got to the point now where we can kind of feel like we've seen a film, even if we haven't seen a film, or feel like we've seen a television program because we've seen all the spoilers on Twitter, and we can join in with the conversation because we're so used to consuming like short format media now and clips of stuff there's no need to even watch a whole series in full because you can just kind of watch clips of it on tiktok or you can join in in the conversation this
2: is what halima did with euphoria around this time last year she just never watched it but knew everything about it because of the internet
3: yeah you can hold a conversation like because it's just you're being bombarded constantly with like clips from it
2: so I feel like around this time last year as well, when it was Euphoria Sundays and mm. also when Yellow Jackets was first airing in yeah. the UK, like I know it aired in the US before that, um, I enjoyed it. Like, I did enjoy all the discourse and like everyone talking about the same thing on a mm. Monday or a Tuesday, blah, blah, blah. Um, there being so many TikTok theories, like, yeah. Blah blah blah. But over the past six months I've just seen I've just realized that I'm literally scrolling past everything, like everything mm-hmm. that is like that. Like I don't want to know what um you know. The piece of paper in front of them on the succession poster is like, whether it's the piece of paper that came to like last season. I don't want to know that the plane meant that Logan died on a plane. Oh, yeah, I so, don't want to know about like the metaphorical similarities to King Lear. Like, I don't, I got you spoiled for me because someone guessed it on TikTok uh, and I was just watching a TikTok and they were like, I think this happens. Yeah.
3: So I knew. Yellow Jackets theories are everywhere as well.
2: Yeah, Yellow Jackets, like, although I did really enjoy the, like, absurdity of Yellow Jackets theories, but I feel like, also, not to be, like, a Reddit head, but if I really like a show, and if I'm watching it week by week, I don't want to see that shit on TikTok, like, I don't want a two-minute explainer, which always starts with, if you don't, if you haven't seen one of my videos before, I'm Amy Gamble, and I talk about film, pop culture, and blah, blah, <laughs> fuck off, okay, you <laughs> are, I literally you can care less, <laughs> like, <laughs> I'll go on Reddit or I'll read, like, five Mm. really bad clickbait articles about that episode. Like, I'll Mm. never seek out TV content on my usual apps, which are Twitter, Mm. Instagram and TikTok. Because there's no good discourse on those platforms for film and TV.
3: Yeah. I mean, I disagree with that. I follow some good film people, but... Film, um, yeah,
2: but as in live TV, as it happens, it's just so bait. Like, even, like... I'm trying to think of a good example. Even Barbie, like we were talking about Barbie oh. and talking about Barbie this episode in terms of that it feels like Barbie's already been spoiled for us all because we all know every single thing. Like yeah. I do not want to see another Barbie film poster meme like this Barbie does not want to see your Barbie memes. I don't I'm so angry today. <laughs>
3: <laughs> this Barbie doesn't want to see any other promotional footage from this film until it comes out. Yeah. Like Because we were talking, me and were talking this the day that, like, because when films come out, they've got like this. Obviously, this really heavily planned media tour, press tour that lasts for like three months before the film comes out. And then, obviously, in the UK, we get stuff maybe like a month after a minimum a month after it comes out in America. Yeah, yeah. Sometimes like *Bodies*, *Bodies*, *Bodies*
2: came out like six months after. No, yeah. If we look at *Pearl*, Pearl's just come out in the cinema here.
3: Yeah, I could I could tell you the whole plot of *Pearl*. I haven't seen it. I know. I don't want to fucking know what happens. Yeah, I don't want to watch it now because it's like. I've literally seen that I'm a star video like 300 times. I know the whole plot. Why don't you like me? Why don't you like me? (laughs) Um, I'm sure I would love it, but it's just incessant. And I know that's obviously like because we're tuned into a certain corner of the internet, like, and yes, we could just log off, but we don't want to do that. I I will not. (laughs) I'll just complain (laughs) about it instead. But yeah your only option is to like unfollow all these people that talk about things that you're interested in or I don't know what's the option
2: but then also another point to this is so like for example the constant constant like contentification of film and tv is that like yeah I know everything about the whale and to be honest the whale did have a lot of like well written criticism around Hmm. it because It was really controversial. But, for example, with all of these succession mm. videos, like, saying about King Lear or saying about, like, well, oh, Tom has a android, so that means that he's going to lose because only w-
3: winners only have Apple. Like... <laughs> mm. <laughs> Let me come to my own fucking conclusion. Like, none, No, but
2: none of it is meaningful. Like, it's not yeah. teaching me anything about the show. It's not, like, enriching how I feel about the characters or, like... Mm. If there's, like, a moral dilemma, it's not making me think either way. Like, it's literally just people trying to outsmart each other yeah. and guess what's going to happen. Like, it's not enriching content, do you know what I mean?
3: Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not... It's still, just, like...
2: You're not smarter than the writers of succession. Easter egg culture has gone too far. <laughs> mm.
3: This isn't a Taylor Swift video. <laughs> things don't mean different things. Yeah, yeah. Ta- Taylor's not speaking to you from within the music video. <laughs>
2: <laughs> um yeah, exactly. Tom Wonggasms isn't going was ga- how do you say it? Wongam? Wonggam? Wonggasm Wonggam. Everyone
3: in that show has a fucking weird name. Why is everyone's character so weird? <laughs> oh,
2: it's really creeping me out as well how they keep calling Shev Siobhan. Siobhan. Like, oh, Don't call her Siobhan it's not her name. Put <laughs> <laughs> some respect on my girl's name. Oh, Chev. Yeah. Like, that stuff isn't interesting. The, that's maybe interesting to say to your friends, like, oh, I think this is going to happen. I think that's going to happen. And another real example of this is White Lotus. Like, I got that so spoiled for me because some mm. I saw, like, one fucking TikTok about the man in the picture being Jennifer Coolidge's husband. And then I was like, well, I hate this now.
3: Yeah, yeah, because you want it to happen organically. You want to either make, yeah. come to your own conclusions or just like let the show let the show wash over you like you don't want someone to be like predicting everything before it even
2: happens you want the payoff of like putting in that time of watching the show and committing
3: yourself as a viewer yeah and i feel like that's just being ruined it is this is making me think back of when i watched true detective season one i might have said this in the podcast before but obviously like you know tiktok wasn't a thing then this was like 2012 in episode three there was like an appearance by this character and I guessed that that person was the killer and then when that was finally revealed in <laughs> like episode eight or whatever I was actually jumping up and down the room screaming going I oh, fucking yeah it was him my am was like you need to calm down but like that was so rewarding and that's something that I've remembered like that was literally like 10 years ago <laughs> because I just came to that <laughs> conclusion myself no one on twitter.com well, said the fucking I won't spoil it well I won't spoil it because I watched Street Detective because it's so good. But, like, that was, like, such a moment. And mm. people don't let us have that moment anymore. I wanted to have the mo- the emotional moment of having Logan Roy die. And I didn't get that. So I just, <laughs> when I finished the episode, I just felt flat. I was like, I wanted to have this because I'm a big crier. I love crying. I didn't really cry at the episode that much. No, see, the thing is, there is actually a piece in
2: your research of- about this let mm. me get it up quickly. But it's basically arguing that achieving that suspension of disbelief is possible even if you've been spoiled. You don't go into Marvel movie eternals and think to yourself, okay, I bet all these people are going to die and the world will end, and the last forty five minutes will be like Tarvoski. The same can be said of a roller coaster. You know you're not going to die, but that knowledge isn't sufficient to put you off experiencing it. That is how I feel about um logan's death in succession so you
3: didn't mind i didn't evening.
2: cry i i didn't mind but i i didn't i don't think it prevented me from feeling any of the feelings that i would have felt during that episode like i was like
3: <gasps> see, i think shocked. You
2: did. I felt like it was emotionally robust enough for me to feel it but i also didn't cry but also logan roy was an evil piece of shit so why would i cry
3: i cried when i saw shift reaction but like we were talking about Midsummer <laughs> the other day. I did this to Midsummer because I felt like I'd seen the film before I even went to see it. Hyped myself up way too much, knew about the whole plot, knew like literally knew like everything that happened. And then when it when the film finished, I was just kinda like, oh, I don't really like that. I felt like mm. I'd like I'd been cheated out of something. And I know that the film doesn't owe me anything, but I just felt flat. <laughs> That's we not how I wanted
2: to feel. We owe it to each other not just to the film doesn't owe you anything but as people we owe it to each other
3: <laughs> we owe it to each other to not spoil things i agree but i think some people um, don't care i think that like some people just aren't no
2: because they want to be the smartest the biggest the strongest mm, yeah
3: they want to have the best hot take hot take number one
2: okay we have to end there thank you Eden. <laughs>
3: It didn't really come to a conclusion, did we? It's just wait The conclusion is
2: don't spoil. Yeah. Um, invest in good criticism of the arts. And don't like. Think hot takes. Everyone's a critic these days.
3: <laughs> they don't build statues of critics.
2: They will of me one day, though. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm joking. Never. <laughs> now they will. No. I was like, not. polyester HQ.
2: <laughs> or fucking skip (laughs)
3: Uh,
2: anyway alright then well thank you
3: thanks Ione
2: thank you Olivia for editing this thank you to Gina and Gina Charlotte Grace Patty, and Misha we will see you next week goodbye see you next week